Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Healing to Shift podcast with me, Patrice Clay. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. All right, so we are on part two of our Elevate series. And if you haven't already listened to part one, which is, are you the person you are meant to be? I want to encourage you now to go ahead and watch it or listen to it. Now, on our previous time together, we touched on how to discover who you are, and we went over six questions that would help you to get started on getting to the core of your identity. Now, some of these questions went over your beliefs, your morals, your values, and your likes and dislikes. And the reason why we started here for our Elevate series is because in order to get clear on your path and direction, which is what we're going to be discussing today, you have to first be clear on who you are and what you stand for. All right. Now, I believe that if you are a person who is passionate about life, relationships, fulfillment, self-improvement, making an impact in this world and genuinely helping people, then you have an unending desire to be more than what you are and to do more than what you have done. And this unending desire is what triggers purpose or passion. When I first started my coaching journey, I discovered that purpose or passion was a hot topic. There are a lot of people that are unclear as to what their purpose or passion is. Um, There were people who wondered if what they were doing is what they are meant meant to do. And um, several other people wondered if there was something greater or more meaningful for them in life. And a lot of people just didn't know um, how to begin creating their the life that they wanted for them, how to start living a life of fulfillment and how to Um, get themselves from where they are to where they want to be, okay? Now, about five years ago, I had reached a point in my life where I felt so unfulfilled. I wasn't happy with where I was at in life, nor with what I was doing. And I definitely was not living up to my full potential. And I just knew I wanted more for my daughter and I. But I found myself feeling stuck because just like many other people, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't know how to discover my purpose. I didn't know how to get started on becoming something different. And I didn't know how to create the life I wanted and desired. But I had a breakthrough that changed my mindset and ultimately changed my life. And it still continues to. And I believe that it will do the same for you. Now, as we dwell into this breakthrough, I want you to prepare your mind for change. And I'll tell you why. In order to be something different, you have to do something different. In order to have something different, you have to do something different. Both requires you to do something different. 
Now, the first thing you have to do to initiate change is to first recognize what is holding you back. I have found that there is always something holding people back from initiating change, from taking action. And now this is can be a number of things. Some some of these things can be fears, your fears, your doubts, your insecurities lack of motivation or your limiting beliefs but you have to first recognize and be honest about what's holding you back for me it was fear and doubt it was fear of the unknown and it was doubt that um doubting myself as to whether I could really do this and create the life I wanted and desired and really go through a transformation that would produce that. But the biggest thing that was holding me back was my comfort zone. And I'll explain this. So Prior to me becoming a healing and transformational coach, I served in the industry for approximately 23 years. I knew the ins and outs of this industry. I was comfortable in my role in this industry. I was comfortable in my performance in this industry. And I was comfortable in my um in, in what I could do or achieve in this industry. And so this comfort zone that I was in um, was ultimately providing me with safety and security. And so that's what was holding me back. And I'm sure some of you can relate because there is safety and security in what is familiar and change is scary. You know, it's just a matter of fact. All right, but in order for you to transform your life, you have to get past what's holding you back and and, and to initiate change and to take action. Change will not occur without you first initiating it. So how do you do that? Well, in order to do this, you have to first be aware of your, your, um, your thoughts, your self talk. All of us have a voice inside of our heads, an, an inner critic, an inner hater, an inner doubter that creates negative self-talk within us. And it's this negative self-talk that shapes your perception of what you believe you can and cannot do. Now, this voice often sounds like, I'm not good enough. I'm too old. What if I fail? That's beyond my reach. I'm not capable. That's too difficult. That seems like a lot of work. I'm not happy, but life isn't bad. It probably won't work out. When you become aware of your self-talk, you will then know what's triggering those thoughts that are keeping you from initiating change or taking action. And once you know what it is, you'll know how to address it. Now, part of shifting your perception of what you can and cannot do is shifting your perception of what you believe is and is not 
within your control. And this is something that's called locus of control. The unknown and possible future outcomes are not within your control. You can't do anything about those things, right? But you are in control of your thoughts. And it's your perception and your thoughts that will lead you to action or inaction. Now, the next thing you are going to have to do to um, initiate change is to tackle the inner critic that's um, inside of you by doing the opposite of what it's telling you to do, doing the opposite of what it has led you to believe. And so this is called developing a bias towards action. And this is what I mean. You are going to take action, leaps of faith, and chances when when um and chances that you normally wouldn't take you're just going to go all in and the more you take action or leaps of faith or chances you will develop favor towards taking action and it will become more natural for you to take these leaps leaps of faith and to take um chances that you would have um you wouldn't have normally taken now, this results in you. Um, this results in your positive self-talk increasing. You'll feel more empowered, and you'll start to feel more fulfilled. Now, the third part to initiating change is focusing on your desired outcome. What is it that you are hoping to achieve? Um, and, and it's not only focusing on it, you have to have a nagging, burning, relentless desire to reach your desired outcome because this is what's gonna fuel your, 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 your drive and, to, and what's gonna keep you focused and persistent and consistent until you reach your desired outcome. Now for me, my desired outcome was to create a life um, that was better than the one my daughter and I had and to definitely provide her with more and to truly live a life of true fulfillment, joy, and happiness, and just um, serve people on a different, a different level. So now that we've covered a few ways to prepare our minds for change, the second part to this breakthrough is to write out your thoughts. Habakkuk 2 verse 2 through 3 says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, tarry means delayed, late, late or slow. Wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. What the scripture is saying is to plan, plan and plan some more. 
plan for your desired outcome. Write out your ideals, your goals, your thoughts, your vision, and your plan for yourself. And this is how you gain clarity. Preparation meets opportunity. It does. And so when as as you write out your ideals goals and your your plan and your vision for yourself is going to help you to keep track of your ideals and your creativity it's going to help you to gain gain excuse me gain clarity in where you are where you want to go and what steps you should take to get there um it's also going to help you to um, keep track of what's working for you and what's not working for you. And that gives you another measure of clarity so that way you won't keep doing what's not working for you. Well, hopefully you won't, okay? But you'll focus more on what's, what is working for you. It also, having it on paper, it just makes it real. It's like an in-your-face reminder it's not just living in your thoughts. It's like you've put it on paper and you can constantly refer to it. You can, like I said, you can see your progress and you can always adjust it as you go along. Now, if, um, <clears throat> now something you'll notice as, you write out your vision or your plan and your thoughts for yourself is as you go along your journey of transformation, of um, getting clear on your path and direction of creating the life that you want and desire, some of those things are going to come to pass. And that's exciting when you, you, you experience that, right? Okay, so number three, educate yourself. Proverbs 4, verse 5 and 7 says, get wisdom, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the application of what you have learned. It's your ability to use knowledge and understanding. And this is why wisdom is the main thing or the principal thing. Understanding is your ability to comprehend or discern something. It's your ability to think and to learn, and it is knowledge. So never stop learning. Never stop being a student. Continue to increase your knowledge and your understanding and then put into practice what you have learned. Research shows that continuous learning sparks new ideas, increases competence, changes your perspective, meaning you'll learn how to see things from different angles and different sides. You won't have a one-sided view of things or a narrow view of things. Um, you'll have increased confidence. You'll develop a willingness to try new things, and you'll know how to navigate in diverse social settings or circles, and you will also have increased productivity. Now, learning also helps you to develop skills that you will need along your journey and also 
the skill skills that you will need once you reach your desired outcome and skills have to be developed and they're developed through continuous learning. Now, as I mentioned earlier, along with you learning, you are going to put into action what you have learned. And sometimes this means trying something different or doing something different and giving yourself and it enough time to see if it works. This requires you putting forth your best effort and really sticking to it for a minute. A lot of times the first sign of adversity, of, of backlash, it's like, it's like, oh, this isn't meant to be. You, you know, we can throw in a towel and it's like, that's it. It's not, it's, it's a wrap. But tr trials and adversity or pushback is usually an indic indication that you are on the right path. So give yourself enough time to see if it works and just know that with all forms of change, it, there does come some, some difficulty in that, but keep pushing through and see if it works for you, all right? Now, if you are not willing to invest the time to do this, then this isn't for you because transformation is not a overnight process. It does take time. Okay, number four change your surroundings and this is so important you have to surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to want to do or who have the skills qualities and traits that you would like to have or that you know you need to have to get you from where you are to where you are trying to be and this is going to require you to cut off any negative um, influence or relationships. And if you can't cut them off, maybe because of your relationship with them, you definitely want to put a healthy amount of distance between you and them. Now, the wrong type of people don't always look obviously wrong. It's not like someone who does drugs, then yes, that is someone who is an obviously wrong type of person to be to be around because they may start to have a negative influence over you sometimes the wrong type of people look more subtle and what i and this this is what i mean so the wrong type of people can look like you telling a family member or a friend your goals and aspirations your thoughts your ideals and they come back with criticism or they come back with negative talk or you know they're not truly happy for you or they say something that crushes your dreams and some of these sound things sound like you can't do that nobody in our family has done that before what makes you think you can do that and nah that doesn't seem like you 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 i think you would do better at this and this and so you have to be careful about who you share what you share with because although some people 
may have the best intentions and there's some people that don't have the best intentions, those things can confuse you and throw you off your path or your journey. Okay. And seeing what we're going for is getting clear on it. And as we go along our path and journey, we'll have more of an idea of what our purpose or our passion is. Okay. The wrong type of people um, also look like silence. You know, you share again, you share your goals or your aspirations with someone and you're hoping, you know, to get like, hey, girl, good for you. I'm happy for you. But you don't get that. You get crickets. All right. And that can cause, you know, some self-doubt to kick in. Maybe, um, you know, some some your negative talk to kick in because you're wondering, well, what's that about? What's happening? And again, you have to be careful with who you share um, your goals, your aspirations and your ideals um, with you. You have to. OK, so just be be careful um, and be mindful of who you have relationships with. All right, now being around the right type of people look like people who will guide you, inspire you, encourage you, motivate you, uplift you, hold you accountable. This is so important and help you to be better and to achieve your goals. Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, he who walks with wise men will be wise. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. A few quotes that I'm going to read off to you that I found that are, that's, that's, support or highlight um, these scriptures is the first one is if it says, if we surround ourselves with people who are successful, who are forward moving, who are positive, who are focused on producing results, who support us, it will challenge us to be more and do more and share more. If you can surround yourself with people who will never let you settle for less than you can be, you have the greatest gift that anyone can hope for. That's Tony Robbins. The next one is Keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but the really great make you feel that you too can become great. That was Mark Twain. The next one is, it's better to hang out with people better than you. Pick, pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours and you'll drift in that direction. That was Warren Buffett. And the final one is, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That was Jim Rome. Okay. Now the fifth part of this breakthrough is to get disciplined with you keeping your mindset in check, writing out your thoughts, um, educating yourself, learning and putting into action what you have learned and trying new things and changing your surroundings. You have to get disciplined in order to develop and maintain a habit of doing those things. 
You cannot develop good habits without self-discipline. Now, discipline helps you to stop procrastinating, manage your time better, um, helps you to master things, improves your ability to manage challenging emotions, helps reduce stress, and it helps to tune out distractions. Now, there are several things that you can try to get um, to get disciplined. One um, one of the biggest things that helped me was writing out an agenda for my day. So you can get you a calendar, maybe a desk calendar. You can use your calendar on your phone, but the thing is you have to remember to use it or set alerts for certain reminders. And having an agenda just, you know, you go line by line, you cross it off and it helps you to get focused. And especially if you have a specific time that you are aiming to start the next task. Okay. So that will help you to get disciplined and stay on track. Um, the next thing, and this is more of a self-awareness type of thing is being mindful of your thoughts, of when your thoughts start to drift. Um, it happens to all of us, but you know, it's just making a conscientious effort that your mind is possibly drifting on something else and then refocusing it back onto what it is you are doing. Okay. So mindset is all will also help you to get disciplined. All right. Okay. Now, the seventh and final part of this breakthrough is listen for God. Now, this is so this this is the most important part, but I like to save the best for last. Um, listen for the direction of God. Pray about every move you make, every move that you think you should make, and every move that you need to make. And ask God for clarity, for understanding, for direction, and for an obedient heart, and, and pray for confidence, okay? And what will happen is He will guide you, and along with you putting in all these other action steps that we went over, um, he will help you to get clear on your path and direction and in reaching your purpose or your passion and transforming your life, okay? And helping you stay focused on your desired outcome. And I'm telling you, it works. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, this wraps up this episode to our Elevate series. Now, there is a book that um, is a really great read and it will help you to get um, more clear on your purpose or your passion. And the book is titled Your Purpose is Calling and it's by Dr. Darius Daniels. And there'll be a link for it in the description. Okay. And again, just a friendly reminder, if you haven't watched the first part to the Elevate series, then go ahead and watch the first part now. <laughs>